Hi, I'm your host, Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns with Grateful Heart TV. In today's show, we are talking rates, we are talking home prices, and we are talking Russia and Ukraine and how that's affecting all of the above. Stay tuned. Welcome to our show and thanks for joining us. This is Grateful Heart, the motivational Arizona real estate and business show. We're here to inspire you to believe in yourself, to dare to dream about your infinite and divine possibilities, to blow open your mind to creating your most abundant reality possible as our thoughts are so powerful. I found turning my own personal grief into gratitude raised my vibration to be in tune for receiving prosperity, health, and connecting to God's source. I'm your host, Rebecca Raines of Integrity All-Stars at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and I have been selling homes here in the Valley since 1993. Today on our program, we have some great guests for you. Live from Phoenix, Arizona, it's the Grateful Heart Show with your host, Rebecca Raines. I'm your host, Rebecca Hidalgo Raines with Grateful Heart TV, and today I have in studio Joe Smith of Epic Mortgage. Yes. Hi, Rebecca. Hello. I have Tara Krieg of Amerifirst Financial. Hello. And then, of course, not last and certainly not least, Mr. Anthony Benna of Navi Title. Welcome. My favorite three people. Hello. Three of the finest. Three of the finest. Now, we are all in rare form today. I have to admit, you know, all three of you guys support my show, sponsor the show. During commercial break, you guys will get to enjoy commercials from each of them, and it's awesome. Today's show is special. And you know why it's so special, you guys? Because I love pointing out when we are wrong. And on January 11th, 2022, just barely over six weeks ago, we talked about whether or not this year would be as crazy as last year. Now, I don't want to completely blow the show. We're only six weeks since that show, right? right. So it's like certainly, you know, things are going to happen outside of our control. You know, world news might impact our markets a Something little bit. Something could happen. Something could happen. And so today's date, I'm going to go ahead and time today's date because what I really wanted to do is do a comparison of our show just two months ago to what we're actually seeing in the marketplace today. Today is March 1st, thus Joe's beads. Joe, please oh. share with us the beads. <laughs> I, I think it's Mardi Gras today. Is it Mardi Gras? It is. Fat, Fat Tuesday? So Fat Tuesday is today, so I'm expecting somebody to go out and win some beads. Okay, nice. so that sounds like a, yeah. A challenge. A challenge. I think so, it's a challenge. So, so you, have Fat, you have Fat Tuesday today and then Ash Wednesday tomorrow. Somehow they don't go hand in hand. <laughs> no. Get it all out today. <laughs> Get, Get it all, all out today. today. And then you feel bad tomorrow. Okay. Repent tomorrow. So hopefully Anthony will be the one winning the beads by the end of the show. We'll see who of the Unlikely. three of us. <laughs> um, but okay it's march 1st we have a lot to talk about the first thing i really want to get into because we have no time to spare anthony bear with us um this was the show i'm referring to we we posted this on january 14th and our predictions are we are going to actually play some of our predictions but before we do that uh let me see there's anthony again one thing i just want to set the record straight and let's see if you guys have heard anything different Part of the problem that we've had the last couple years is that we have more people coming to Arizona than we have houses for, right? And so I thought it was kind of interesting taking a look at this chart that I've seen a lot of people post and the number one place that people are coming to from here, shocker, California, right. Los Angeles, number one. Number two, I was kind of surprised about Tucson and then Asia, number three. You know what number three means? What? 
tech jobs. Tech jobs. Yes, that could be very well Chandler, the case. Chandler, Arizona. Everybody tech coming. Jobs. Yeah. Everybody coming for tech. Intel. You know, yep. growing a whole other city and all the other development. Then we have Chicago, your your neck of the woods over there on the East Coast, kind of Joe. Central America was another one that I thought was a little surprising. I don't know what's bringing everybody from Central America, but they struck number five on our list. Seattle, I've helped a lot of clients from Washington. I've helped a lot of people from San Diego. Riverside, same thing. Flagstaff, I was kind of surprised to make the list. Um, Canada and Mexico, Portland, Oregon. We've had a lot of Oregon. New York City, now that's actually your neck of the woods, Joe. Denver, Colorado, I've seen. Minneapolis, I have not seen. Surprise, Prescott, you know, anything within the Arizona, I was kind of surprised, made the list, but it made the list. San Francisco, again, back to California, and they're super expensive. Las Vegas, Europe was another surprising one. We have Europeans moving here. Dallas, Fort Worth, and Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City and Dallas. I know, Anthony, you've got a chart. If I can find Anthony, where did Anthony go? Um... There he is. Anthony, you definitely had some charts talking about where people are coming from and the biggest places for migration. Besides Arizona, if I, if I remember correctly, and I know we're going to show your stats, um, wasn't it Florida and Utah were the other big states for migration? Do you remember? No, the, the one that was the biggest one, and I'm surprised it was a little low on the list and it must have changed, was Illinois. I know Illinois. you said Chicago. Yeah, but Chicago. Illinois was 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 really big coming here. Coming here, that yeah. Was, that was. The- but the states that people are moving to, besides Arizona, it's Utah and. Oh, oh yeah, no. Um, you know what's a major one? I was surprised. Texas. Idaho. Oh, Idaho. Idaho. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Idaho. Idaho was a Idaho was a really big one, and their market is crushing it right now. When you see comparison with home price increase. Uh, moving and all that. Yeah, so Idaho was a one that shocked me. They're, they're Florida boomers. doesn't really shock me. Florida doesn't? No. No, well, because you guys are both from the east, and you guys know everybody moves that's down to Florida. <laughs> that's, that's, a ba- the, that's the baby boomers. That's are where all the there. second homes yeah. are, and that is probably part of the problem is that we've had a lot of second home investors the last couple of years. You know, an interesting thing, when I, when I read down that list of the cities that you were mentioning of uh-huh. people moving here, all of those cities have a higher sales price for housing than we do still. They so, do. So even though we think our prices are still high, the eight other cities on that top list mm-hmm. in, in the United States are all higher. They're repositioning their equity here. So, so we're, we're not, so as cash. high as we think we are, we're still not as high as those other it's places. It's all relative. It's yeah. all relative. It's all relative. I like how you just said the repositioning. Tara, you, you use some very wisdom in your words, woman, because they do reposition here. And so, Anthony, I'm going to slide over. Um, the one thing I wanted to show, I know we're talked stats on that show. The stats that we referenced last time had to do with all of the valley, all types of housing, all of everything. What I pulled this morning, the average sales price for Maricopa County, a house in Maricopa County, average price today is $650,000. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, you say. Okay, Fry, you're going to have to help me. Um, Anthony, what I want to do is I'm going to play some segments of our show from January. Yes. Because I think unless we play those episodes then we can't really speak to how wrong we might have been and how come maybe Joe's not so wrong anymore. Uh, so let me scroll back over and see if I can find I was it. probably wrong until like This morning? Yesterday. Three days ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, there we go. We're at 23 minutes. Go ahead, Anthony. Well, I, I know you're going to show that we're wrong, and I think I know where you're going, but 2022 is not over yet. I know it's 
it's not over yet, Anthony. Don't get all upset. <laughs> what I am thinking because Dara, you guys, I got you. yeah, Dara, me here, we got it. Yeah, you yes. guys got this. <laughs> but so what I'm thinking is because you guys contribute and you always come on the show, I'd like to do this every couple of months and just kind of review where we were and where we think we're going because it's kind of fun to me. Man, do we have to? You don't have to. But <laughs> only if you I like to retire the champ. No, no, that just that's not the world we only live in. If you promise to wear the beads, <laughs> okay, once a quarter, once a quarter. Yes, Joe will will earn his beads. So yes, I'm going to play the show now for just a couple minutes, and this is where we're talking about the interest rates. Okay, guys. Okay, so let's. Nobody wants to talk about the turd in the punch bowl. I'm looking at you, Joe, and I'm looking at you, Tara. The turd in the punch bowl is the fact that everywhere you're looking, people are talking about rates going up. But you know what? I think we're all kind of numb to hearing that, though, because haven't we been threatened with that for like years and years and years? And then every time it starts to go up a little bit, then the government sees the market maybe slow down a little bit and then they lower them again. Do you think that's going to happen this year, guys? I used an analogy with a family on the phone earlier today who are under contract on a new build and they are desperate to get a closing date so they can lock in a rate. And the conversation that we had was about that this is a fight against inflation. And I think it's important for all oh, of us to recognize where this is word. coming from. And the feds originally indicated that they had a target inflation number of 2% were well over 2%. Uh, they were trying to really continue to stimulate the economy by calling that inflation transitory or temporary. And we really think that we're past that point. And so um, they've said they're going to raise interest rates three times on the short-term borrowing rate or the Fed window this year, starting in March. And then they're going to they start did. tapering. And I think that's exactly what we're seeing here in January is their action. And the difference is like a wildfire. If they would have seen inflation coming and started to taper at a slow pace and everything could just keep up, it would be like when we go into our forests and we cut down trees proactively right. to ensure we don't have a forest fire. Preventative and now, burn. unfortunately, I think the feds are feeling <clears throat> like they're going to be fighting a forest fire if they're not aggressive, at least in their approach to, to slow down the and rate Joe's of like, inflation. Okay, and they certainly need to do that. Otherwise, like you said, Rebecca, our children, you know, if I rates go back up to a normal market, but home prices are at five or six hundred thousand dollars, we better see some serious wage inflation to, you know, help with affordability. Well, and, and the truth is, is because we've all been doing this for so long, I'm currently helping two of my past clients' kids, and they are in. You're their, old. Yes, I am, <laughs> um, and they're both in their late twenties, <laughs> and they should be able to buy a house without a problem, and they can't. They can't. And it's terrible. And so let's understand what is inflation. Who actually wants to explain? Okay. I think we've had enough. I didn't get to hear Joe talk, though. I think I, it was at the end. I think it was at the very end if yeah. I kept talking about the whole inflation thing. I'd just rather call you names, you know, <laughs> <clears throat> because it's so much fun. So, Beep, um, today's March 1st, and I know you've been watching your computer even while we've been sitting here, Tara. Joe, tell us why. Oh, well, let's hear let's hear from Joe this time to, to all of Tara's points, which are really good back in January and still <laughs> hold true, by the way. Uh -huh. they, I, I, I'm a believer in everything she said, and I think they're going to hold true. But for today, for today, what you cannot control and what always tends to happen mm -hmm. is there's an outside event, an outside event. So we're familiar with the outside event going on right now in Russia, mm -hmm. and that's impacted our interest rates. So 
This outside event today has brought my interest rates down below four, which is where I kind of thought that they would settle in. Okay, okay. So we are there as far as <coughs> I'm concerned. I didn't tell you how I was going to get there. No, no, no. So <laughs> the reason why, why Tara and but I are laughing so much there. is because Joe is now right, thanks mm. to um, One Russia. week ago, Joe Ooh. was wrong. <laughs> One week ago, we all were. Don't so show all of me us. The, show me the baby. So let me, let me tell me about the lady. No, 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 no. So last, me, the last uh, time we all did this, and Anthony, let me scroll over because I need to have Anthony as part of this conversation since Anthony was a part of this conversation. Mm -hmm. and yes, he, he is. was. Um, we were all predicting maybe by the end of the year, they would little by little, little by little get to 4%. And then within like two weeks of that show, they were well into four. Oh my gosh. What yeah. was the highest we you guys saw? go up into the fours for sure. Like so. mid fours, high fours, low fours? 4.3. <clears throat> I mean, four, it depends the on their credit score and loan yeah. to value. But I mean, really, I was going to say, we have seen certain programs that are like community related programs for down payment assistance mm -hmm. are in the mid fives. So we just saw a significant increase, but yeah, four percent. I would say we hit that within thirty days of that show. Of that show, it was a slow. It was a slow march. It mm -hmm. was basically every day. Yeah, every it was, day. It was a little bit worse, a little bit worse, a little bit worse. And before you know it, you went from three and a half to four in a matter of like ten days. It was and insane. It just slow march. Well, and it's going to be really <clears throat> interesting, Rebecca, because the feds had indicated that they were going to take a pretty aggressive approach to raising the Fed funds rate, possibly a half a percent in March. And with everything going on in the world today, I, you know, there's a flight for safety, mm -hmm. and there I've heard the word stagflation, which is where you really start to Wait, see. Wait, say that again. Stagflation. Stagflation. It's a and Reagan term. It is a Reagan term, which it's interesting if we get into Reagan, but. Um, it's basically a period of time where the economy, so we had all of this stimulus, mm -hmm. and now we're starting to see the slowdown at the same period of time where we're really starting to see an increase in the cost of goods and services, food, fuel, et cetera. Everything's and that's more before expensive. we even see the you know consequences or the possible effects of rising gasoline costs with everything that's happening in Russia and Ukraine. So um, it, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how they respond to that. It will be. And what's funny is on my drive here, my husband texted me and told me to go fill up my gas tank. And, you know, I, I'm not a huge fan of watching the news. Personally, I'm with Anthony that, that the headlines are clickbait and they are more to attract, you know, attention and not fear. really fear. fear. Yeah. And, you know, what what's your quote, Anthony? I, I always like to let you say it. Well, there's two of them. Now. The headlines do more to terrify than clarify. And the reason you do your show it's always data over drama. Data Love over it. drama. Data over drama. So data over drama. So this is why I, I texted Anthony yesterday morning, not about the interest rates, you two, but I texted him because I have a client that was like, oh my gosh, I don't want to buy right now. The prices are going to drop because of what's going on in Russia. And so I messaged Anthony and I said, hey, you know what? Was it, you know, what are you hearing on the street? And of course, Anthony got us an answer. Anthony, what, what were you saying in your post yesterday? Why are you smiling at me? Well, Come it was on. interesting you said that. You know, it was interesting you said that because I was on a call at 8 o'clock in the morning, and that was the first question that was asked, that people were asking that question. You know, with, with the Russian conflict, how is this going to impact the market? And and that, you know, that, that's, a va that's a valid concern. But you guys made a great point about the interest rates. There, there's few things that happen with the Russian conflict. Of course, the stock market, because of the instability, is going gonna, is gonna to fluctuate. But more importantly, when you get asked that question, you need to have that answer. And exactly what you and Joe just said there, 
the instability has actually slowed the rise of those interest rates like you guys just discussed so we might even we're going to see a little relief in interest rates right now because of what's happening in russia but more importantly every expert that i am following and these guys have been pretty spot on on everything say this will not have an impact on home prices or appreciation which we'll get into a little bit later so for your people out there who are worried about that one there are the two points they need to know right now so in fact today was a much better day than a week ago to buy a house because the rates are much more in the consumer's favor and in my opinion there's probably no concern and we're going to talk about why about prices dropping I, mean, I, will, I will almost guarantee you that there is no difference in the activity from a week ago till today. So regardless of what the rates did, mm-hmm. people are still out buying houses. There was already a flight to secure a home because of the lack and, of inventory. And, and, and you know what? When you guys talked about the rates shot into the mid fours and even higher, everyone's got to remember that is still a lower rate than it has been in the last five decades. Correct. Oh, understatement, Anthony. Understatement for sure. All right, so we watched the video. Oops, and I hate, Fry hates it when I do stuff like that. <laughs> so let me see if I can pull that down. There we go. There you Good go. job. I know, right? And he didn't even help me from behind the scenes. Okay, so real quick, I have to geek out because Anthony can't be the only one with stats to share. And I, you know, when we compare from this time last year, or I'm sorry, to from the last time the four of us discussed, okay, I was shocked. And the reason why I was shocked, this is today's average monthly sales price. And remember earlier, it's 556 is what it's showing, 556.832. And I did the math. And at this rate from our last meeting, Anthony, we weren't sure what prices we're going to do. I did the math. We said between all of us, maybe 5 to 10% this year because there's no way it could ever go up as much as it did last year. In the last six weeks, our prices have gone up 4%. Mm. 4% in six weeks. So when I did the math, that means we could exceed last year's craziness because last year was around 25% in Arizona. If the math continues, it would be 35% this year. Well, Phoenix is leading the way in appreciation with San Diego and Las Vegas. So I think you're right. I think because of the lack of inventory, and the fact that there are a ton of investors who are repositioning their money from the stock market into real estate, and we're gonna talk about that because mm-hmm. real estate is where you wanna have your money during an uncertain period of time, rather that be inflation or a war. Good times. Okay, so there you have it, guys. Let me, oops, scrolling the wrong way. Sorry, Anthony. February 27th, and this is, I only highlighted this one because we always like to refer to the Cromford Report since they are our local experts. Amazing. And literally in one week, our appreciation, our average appreciation was 2% over the course of just one week. So when, and that has nothing to do with Russia or the Ukraine. That's just supply and demand. demand. And we don't have enough houses and everybody is still coming to Arizona. I don't think that's gonna change at all. So it's almost, you would even say in spite of Russia and Ukraine, all this is happening yeah so that if it knocked out even a small portion of the people the numbers are still insane the mm-hmm. numbers are still insane and so i you know i'm talking myself out of a job all the time because when people call me thinking that they want to sell i'm like are you sure you want to do that let's figure out a way for you to stay in this house at least one more year at least right. one more year please please just stay there <laughs> one more year um anthony and i you're laughing at me oh gosh 
for I, I should not be in charge of this thing. Um, Anthony, <laughs> you're laughing at me. We're getting ready. To, I really need to take a break so everybody can watch our wonderful commercials between the four of us. Um, you did so many great slides. I want to get to your slides next. You chuckled, Anthony. What made you laugh about that? Oh, it just it it it, it just makes me laugh because, like you said, how the the prices are continually go up. These people out there right now who still say I am not buying because prices are going to drop. Yeah, it, it, it that's why I'm laughing. That's well it's just crazy town because they have nothing to base that on right and that's the whole point of our show is you know data not drama that said we're going to they've been saying it they've, they've been saying it for two years now oh yeah well since the pandemic i mean really it was this week two years ago that you know we got we went into shutdown right yeah. after this and people were very concerned because they didn't know what the outcome of that would be in fact i remember having you on the show tara going hmm two years ago today i'm like there's this thing happening in china have you guys heard of this thing called coronavirus? Yeah, yeah we did. We talked about it. We're like, hmm, I wonder if that will hurt our market at all. I think what? you had hand sanitizer. I might have had table. hand sanitizer at the table. Yeah, I might have at that time. So that said, guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We will be right back. Stay tuned. If you're looking for a mortgage, you need a personalized plan, not a click button get mortgage option. My team and I have saved families thousands by proactively planning their home purchase or a refinance. Buying a home is a huge decision and it deserves a strategic approach. My team and I provide a comprehensive mortgage plan, including a complete credit analysis outlining the steps needed to improve your credit score and help you qualify for the best rates and terms in the market. Visit us at tkteam.us today. We'll ensure you get the best guidance so you can make the best decisions. The TK Team, moving you forward. Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and I've been selling homes here in the Valley for over a quarter of a century. I want to say that experience truly matters. So when you're looking for a realtor to help you either buy or sell your biggest purchase of your life, I hope you'll consider using me. My experience doesn't matter near as much as my clients. So I do dare you to Google me and I promise you'll see nothing but fantastic reviews because I really do truly care to help navigate you and your family to the very best experience you'll ever have with buying a home. Have you been thinking about buying a new house or refinancing your existing mortgage? Interest rates are still around historically low levels. Why pay a higher rate when you don't have to? Call Joe Smith, me, at Epic Mortgage LLC, 602-741-4121 for a free mortgage quote or pre-qualification. Epic Mortgage LLC is a locally owned, independent mortgage brokerage that provides low-cost options for its customers. Independently owned means low overhead, so you get the best rates, fees, and service. Keep more of your money. Brokers are better. Realtor recommended for over 20 years? Contact me, Joe Smith, at Epic Mortgage today, 602-741-4121. Whether purchasing a home or refinancing, we know you have choices when it comes to choosing a title company. Navi Title Agency is the leading source for all title, escrow, and marketing needs. With access to the largest title insurance underwriter, Navi Title facilitates successful closings and protects clients from fraud, creating solutions that save time and money for everyone. Ask your realtor or loan officer today about using Navi Title on your next real estate transaction. Navi Title Agency is locally owned and operated in the state of Arizona. 
Okay, we're now we're back from commercial break. You guys, check this out. You know, before we went to break, we were talking about the Arizona stats and the prices and the appreciation. And I just stole this off of Anthony's Instagram, which is the prices nationally. And this is where I was asking him if he could remember what states. Now, Anthony, can you see the chart and you can tell us what states everybody's moving to right now? Well, I have, I have bad eyesight, but it's, I mean, it's like we said, Arizona, Vegas, Idaho. I mean, yeah. Look, look at look at those Florida right, right, and Utah. Right in the little mountain mountain standard time. How about that? Yeah, <laughs> that's where they're moving to. Well, then you know what's interesting about that is you know I don't know how much of that has to do really with politics, but they're not the states on the coast except for Florida, of course. And then um, in the last five years, now this is Cuckooville. When I saw this stat, because I I started remembering, I pulled up a house yesterday that I sold five years ago, mm-hmm. and I remember looking at it, going, wow. They got a deal, 155000 for a house in Chandler five years ago, but it was still happening yep. five years yep. ago. We've appreciated 84% in five oh. years. 84%. 84.2. 84. 84.2. Don't forget the point two. That's just crazy. <laughs> like, but, I, but, I was shocked when best, I saw that. The, the, but the best part about that is, is, like, we talk about our market, and the national average was 54.5, so, so which is a crazy more. number. And you're thinking, oh, my gosh, 54.5. Guess what? We were 84.2. Well, I'm curious what it's going to look like in another year after what stats I just provided and the possibility that, you know, instead of the 10%, we were being maybe a little bit, um, you know, trying to be conservative with our estimates at the beginning of the year. And now we see how it just blew through that, you know, we could be looking at 100% on this chart next year. Um, And then since 1991, that is insane. Anthony, since 1991... 258% across the country, but 414% in Arizona. So in 30 years, you have four houses to your one house. That's right. That's pretty incredible. That's pretty cool. All right, Anthony. So now we're going to your home ownership as a hedge against inflation. Tara was just talking about that. Oh my gosh, this is spot on. Yeah. Does it make you feel better? Tara, you you nailed it. So, I mean, you can can take this over if you want to because... You nailed that before we even showed this slide. Oh, I've been explaining it about seven times a day. (laughs) (laughs) And she's not kidding because that's how her day gets booked up and she talks to seven different clients in a row. And so homeownership as a hedge against inflation. The next chart, Tara or Joe, who wants to talk about this chart? Tara's got it. All right. So this is really showing home price appreciation versus consumer price increases over the decade. So the inflation rate is really what you've got to pay attention to. And you can see what home price appreciation has done. So in 2020, 1.4% versus 9.2%. This is why you want to hedge in real estate. Correct. As opposed to anywhere else, really stock market or otherwise. Yeah, I keep telling my husband we need to pull our money out of the stock market because we're in real estate. And here we are talking about mortgage rates. For almost 50 years, the 30-year mortgage rate has moved in unison with the 10-year treasury rate. Joe, you're so up. That, that's a- that, 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 that is so key. Like, Joe, I was going to pass that off to you. And I mean, it's, it's, I mean what, what is the average treasury rate now? What, didn't it even hit two a couple weeks ago? It used to be such a great indicator for us, but honestly, I can tell you that it, it tends to follow up. But you can see it gets a little loose in there sometimes, and it's not it's not the indice that it used to be. So mm-hmm. I don't really judge it anymore. We we 
back in the day, we would come in and look at what the 10 year was doing. And then we'd be like, oh, the rates are going to be better today. But it's not quite tracking it as hard as it and used And it's to. been like that for the last couple of years. It's like everything yeah. since the pandemic is just thrown out the window. Well, and we, I think, oftentimes explain to people it's not the 10 year treasury. Mm-hmm. It's actually mortgage backed security so. bonds. And yes, they generally trend in the same direction, but they are not always you know in line and so the best indicator to track is mortgage back like what what i'll tell you is when the treasury was at its low Uh our interest rates should have been substantially lower than they were than what they were so it it didn't track kind of exactly it was close so it used to but not so much anymore not as much um and then the 10 years treasury yield skyrocketing that's what um anthony was just referring to that came close to hitting two right and we're at 1.7 today we're at 1.7 today and then we have home prices that we just talked about. And we, we I think we kind of killed this with uh, at nauseum. What's this one, Anthony? Price acceleration definitely leveling off? Talk what, what, it, what, it is, what it is, is it, it's, you, and you talked about it. We talked about it in the last show. We could be wrong. We could be right, though. But what it was is houses weren't depreciating. They were just skyrocketing at such a fast pace that it was starting to kind of level off where it wasn't, kept on going up, going up. But as you said, things change. And you did your stat in the beginning in the last week, how it's going up. And you could see that how it is starting to tick back up again after it was leveling off for a while. You know, honestly, it was this chart that probably led to our conservative predictions Predictions. that we had back in January, because we were coming off of it being pretty leveling. And then whoosh, the first of the year hit. Yeah, and I think we also talked about the fact that the rise in interest rates was enough of a motivating factor to get some folks off of the fence and into the market. And I had several people who weren't planning to buy until later in 2022 and Uh ultimately ended up expediting how quickly they were gonna enter into the market because of rates. Makes sense. And then this is, I think Anthony, this is your last slide or one of your last slides where we were talking about the Russian and Ukraine um, conflict right now. Yeah, that, 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 was, that was an email that was sent over. And that's funny because it wasn't the first email, text, or call that was sent over yesterday. And everybody's and worried about if, it. If you don't have the if you if people are worried. Where are you? Anthony, you're in here somewhere. There you are. I have way too many slides to flip through to get you back on the screen. Um, your last slide, do you want me to hit on that one too? Yeah, because it gets in that home price forecast we talked about. Okay. And All right. It, I'll, I'll get it's, back to it. It, it, it. These are the experts who've been predicting home prices. And to me, they're being a little conservative. The average is 6.13% nationally. Um, Arizona is going to double that, if not triple that this year. We're always, um, we, we, we seem to be an outlier. You can always. do a recording yeah. on this. You, you can do a recording on this next year at the time like you're doing. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say we're going to be way, way higher than that national average they're predicting. Well, the national average that they were predicting probably is coming off the same chart when we were all being conservative with our predictions in January as well. Right. You know, and, and like I said, since January, we've already increased 4% in just six weeks. In one week alone, it was over $11,000, was more than half of that appreciation in just one week alone. So it's really interesting to see, you know, between, you know, what's happening over across seas, the interest rates now coming down. Like I actually, and you guys are both members of our mastermind group that we talk, I put a message out to all of our uh, cohorts on there just to kind of get a temperature check before we did our show. 
and seeing how busy they were. And I think things softened just a hair over the weekend where maybe they didn't have 20 offers. Maybe they had five or six offers on some of their traditional listings. Soft. I know it's so soft. I was going to say, I I think it's really difficult between like boiling and almost boiling. Like still, no matter what, it's just a crazy seller's market. You put your finger in there and you're going to... I just think sellers have this expectation that they're going to list their house for sale. They're going to get, you know... Thirty to forty thousand dollars over list. They're going to do absolutely nothing, and so I, it's going to be interesting to see if that expectation holds, or mm-hmm. if we start to see, you know, a greater expectation of buyers. Anthony, I won't make you guys all listen to the show from last time, but I listened to it this morning, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to summarize where we all were. So I asked all of us what our what our thoughts of the average sales price was going to be at the end of this year. Yeah, and Tara wouldn't give us a price. Anthony said 585 <laughs> was going to be the average. Joe said 586, and then I said 587. No, I didn't say 587. I said 595 because I was kind of going off of maybe about 10% appreciation or so, and that should get us up to 600. Well, I'm going to say it right now. I think we're going to hit 600 by May. That's my prediction after our May season because of how I'm feeling based off of all the houses that I've shown and sold and listed and tried well, to make offers on. Well, didn't you say on. in February we're already there? Well, the, the, we're getting there. That's right. my point is we haven't even started the March spring season, which is traditionally off the charts. Right. This time last year, we had the same amount of inventory that we have this year. And I was literally calling my boss, my CEO in May, crying, telling him I wanted to get out of the business because I was like so frustrated. Stressed. Writing so many offers for so many people and they weren't getting their offers accepted. Now, the one caveat out of all of our mastermind friends that had listings and all the commentary that I saw from the weekend I don't know that it's softened, you know, like you said, Joe, um, you know, it's hot. It's still hot no matter what. Yeah. Maybe it's not as hot as it was two weeks ago because there's some people with concerns. I have a listing right now in an active adult community, and a lot of those people are vets. You know, that are older, you know, active adults, I think, have a little bit different mindset. And I feel like it got a lot cooler in our active adult communities, maybe some of our guys that have actually served. Well, I think for those people who are I'm going to I'll generalize quite a bit, but they might be fixed income. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They might be on a pension, Social Security benefit situation, and they are going to get priced out. Yeah. So so they only have a set amount of money every month. And when it gets to a certain amount for the for that product, for that property, they mm-hmm. can't afford it anymore. Unless so, they pay cash. Unless it, well, if or they do have a the reverse cash, mortgage mm-hmm. or they'll 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 have to design another product or another area to pick that up. Right. Mm-hmm. So so Agreed. we'll see. Well, my prediction is we'll see a lot more multifamily. We'll see a lot more uh, fourplexes, duplexes, triplexes. And then the other piece that I think we're going to see, and I'm starting to see it a little bit myself, is the manufactured properties will come back into play. Because you think uh, it's just too hard to build a house quick enough these days? Well, there's not enough. And you can go buy land in Maricopa or Queen Creek or whatever, and you can put up a little, uh, a double wide, and you can call it good. You know, you're so cute. I actually called for a client. I have to tell you this, Joe. And and Anthony's kind of smiling back there. I can see. So guess what? When I called Cavco, which is one of the bigger Mm -hmm. companies in town, 14-month wait time. Because they because they they can't build them fast enough either. They can't build them fast enough. Because everybody either. wants them. Because they're they're that's now so affordable it's, pricing. It's now the affordable mm-hmm. pricing, but they can't build them any faster than our builders yep. building stick built homes. We need the kits, like you've seen on the Barnminiums mm-hmm. and things like that, where you just order <laughs> the kit and it's up in ninety days. Yeah, you just need somebody to put those kits together. <laughs> 
I think that might be a good business model for the three of us yeah. or four of us to get yeah. into. So all of that said, I, like I said, I won't make you guys listen to your predictions. I heard you kind of gave us a prediction there, Joe. I won't I won't hold you to prices. That's my department. But what do you think once all this stuff with Russia settles down? Because you know it, we we do expect it'll settle down. Hopefully, yeah. So so I'm gonna I'm gonna stand tall with my prediction that it's gonna stay at four. That it's gonna stay. A, four or below. Okay. And the reason being is I have no data, <laughs> but what I do know is that there is always something. There so, is always something. So it, it may be this conflict now, and in eight months there might be something else. There may be a coronavirus version 7.2 that shows up. Whatever it is, there just seems to be something that, that limits that rate from jumping. That's my, that's, I don't disagree with that. I said that in the belief. last episode because I said it feels like every time over the last decade they try to get up above five, something happens something that brings happens. them right back down. So Joe just gave us his his hedge. Tara, what do you think? And, and when I call you back in a couple months, we'll see if we're right. But do you yeah. think we're going to stay at four? Um, I think that if this issue with the Ukraine and Russia did not occur, that rates would have continued to rise. I think that the Fed's intended to raise the Fed funds rate 100 basis points in the next six months. And I think that we can't ignore the inflationary numbers that we're seeing as it relates to just day-to-day -day living. So Joe mentioned those on a fixed income. Mm -hmm. What I don't want to see, you know, and I'm staying positive, so please stay with me here. Every day I have conversations with first-time homebuyers who make good money, 116 to $130,000 a year. Uh -huh. They've got good credit and they have three to 5% down, right? That's a normal yeah. market. In our market, you have a very difficult time securing real estate without a lot more liquidity. You right. need more cash. So who's winning, right? The people mm -hmm. who are selling houses and they're repositioning. We use the word repositioning equity. Those people who have liquidity that are putting money into houses, um, we mentioned more of what we're seeing. We're seeing more of families stepping in and helping out. Like so, you just said, Joe, multifamilies. Multi, yeah, and even just, I call it an equity share. Mm -hmm. So, hey, mom and dad, I cannot afford to buy this house on my own, but mom and dad are willing to invest in a real estate investment, mm -hmm. maybe put 10 or 20% down and have a shared equity position in that house. So We did that last year, a couple uh, times. Yes, so I think we're going to see more outside-of-the-box thinking mm -hmm. as it relates to that entry-level buyer, but I think that the increased cost of goods and services is going to weigh on the budget, and without all the stimulus, we are going to see more of a slowdown, regardless of what's happening with Russia and Ukraine. Okay, so you're saying slowdown, meaning prices stabilizing or no, less people in the market? No, not necessarily in real estate. I think free-flowing cash okay. is what I'm referring to. So we're just going to kind of tighten the, the waistline a little I think we're going to see consumer spending roll down a little bit and I think that and maybe we needed to yeah we I mean do. think about during COVID <laughs> everybody do. everybody was bored Joe <laughs> everybody was bored and spending at home so okay so we have Mr. Positive over here and I'm not calling you negative I, I don't think you are I am no, positive you are I heard you bullish <laughs> bullish bullish with the beads and then Mr. Yes. Anthony Penna Last, certainly not least, never least, what are your thoughts in the next couple months before we do our next episode? Where do you think we might find ourselves come May? Well, I definitely agree that with if it wasn't for this Russian conflict, that rates would have definitely ticked up. I, I think they're going to stay kind of level, if not drop off a little bit. And then and it all depends on this Russian conflict. But just say they do pop back up, I do see them in the fourth quarter won't drop again. This is a midterm election year. 
not to be politics, Always but something. I, I do see that have an effect on rates as we come into the fourth quarter. And with housing, I see prices going up. But for buyers out there, don't let that fear you. Say, hey, I'm over. It's a high market. I don't want to overpay. Yeah, you might be paying a little bit more, but guess what? You just saw the stats we gave earlier, how much um, houses are appreciating here in Arizona compared to nationally, year over year, five years, 20 years. It's a hedge against inflation. Yeah, but that that is why all the investors are coming here to Arizona, because they know if they put their money here into real estate, it's they're not going to lose. Well, and I think, Rebecca, the one thing we haven't touched on, which is important and certainly a contributing factor, is rising rents. Arizona is leading the country in right. rising rents. And I think, Jeez. I don't want to misspeak, but it was like up 80%. It was something outrageous. So what you've got a motivating factor for buyers to purchase versus rent. You know, and I want to reiterate this because that's a great point. 250 people a day moving to Arizona. That's 90,000, and we are not building. Is that. it 250 now? 250 it, a day. It's 300. The, the before, last number right? I saw was 200, and that was probably about 200. Yeah. I'm hearing, you know, 250 people a day. We don't have enough houses for all of these people, not enough roofs for all these heads. So there's really no place but for rents to go up, and that's right. why they've gone up. So I actually had one of our favorite property managers on their show recently, and I was talking with Lindsay Baker about mm-hmm. the situation at hand, and then Tina Tambor of Cromford also said this, that until rents go down, right? Mm-hmm. until rents go down, our house prices are not gonna go down. right? Because until the rental market has vacancies, we well, won't. Well, uh, that's your other option, right? You can own, and it costs X, mm-hmm or you can rent and it costs Y, you're gonna go with whichever one is cheaper or right. if it's the same, you'll still go to, to buy. Yep. So, so that Absolutely. will be your option. So yeah, if Y being the rents keeps going up, then we can keep on going too. We're gonna keep going up in price. So that is my personal prediction. I had said uh, 10% or maybe a point a month and then I was grossly wrong because you know here it is six weeks later and we're at 4% already increased this year. Right. So I do believe we're gonna be hitting that 600 mid-year, not at the end of the year. And we'll see in May what it looks like. I'll definitely have all of you back. Thank you, Anthony, for your time and your wonderful charts as always. You are always giving us the best quality slides and I appreciate you for all the knowledge you're dropping on us. Same with you, Tara, and same with you, Joe. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. I love, I love doing the show. I love having you, and we will see you guys back in a couple months and see, hopefully, the market's doing great in a couple months. Joe's got beads. All right, I'm taking it off. No, just kidding. (laughs) Bye, you guys. I hope you guys learned a lot. I know I did. I'm always learning from those wonderful supporters and fans and colleagues of mine that come on and share their knowledge. If you guys want to get a hold of any of them, just let us know. They're all really easy to get a hold to a hold of. Anthony over at Navi Title, Tara over at Amerifirst Financial, and Joe Smith over at Epic Mortgage. They're all the best of the best. What a great show. And thank you for joining us on our mutual journey to becoming unharmable and successful in all of our experiences while we're here in this school of life. We hope you enjoyed it. If you watched us on YouTube, please like and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Likewise, if you're catching us on one of our podcast platforms, be sure to follow us so you never miss out on another one of our shows again. Remember that if you ever have a question about real estate or any of the other topics we cover, check us out on the web, www.gratefulheart.tv, for all of our links to connect with us. I'm on vacation every single day because I love my occupation. Hey, hey, hey. 
I'm on vacation. Every single day, every every single day.